to the first Thursday show back. Today we are going to be previewing week one. There are some good games coming out of the bat here at week one. I'm recording this on Tuesday, I think. Yeah, Tuesday. I'm just having a look at the, the lineups now. And um, yeah, I, I think there are going to be some really interesting games. I, I'm really excited for the opener. I'm not going to be staying up for it, unfortunately, um, because being in the UK, it's going to be at Friday morning at uh, 20 past one in the morning. So yeah, definitely not going to be looking at that. But I will be on the highlights as soon as I can on Friday morning. Um, I, th I think the Detroit Lions are going to have a bit of an interesting time against Kansas City. There are some really great lineups. Um, there's an NFC North, uh, AFC North clash between uh, the Bengals and Browns. I think it's going to be a great game. That, that's got a lot of fancy potential for us. And uh, we get to see Sean Watson in kind of his first start, but not, but you know, kind of his restart. Let's let's call it that one. Um, because I think we can probably all write off last season for him. I think that was maybe a bit of an awkward one for him. Um, Green Bay Chicago, I think it's going to be a great game. Um, then we go to Soldier Field. I think Jordan Love, I think could be an interesting uh, pickup there. Um, obviously, you've got a bit of a dud game on <laughs> in, in Los Angeles versus Seattle. I think Seattle are going to wipe the floor with us, unfortunately. Um, Sorry, Aaron. You know, I, I you know, love you, but I don't think it's going to happen. And uh, the Sunday night game, Dallas, New York, I think could be closer than a lot of people think. But the highlight for me is going to be Monday night football, Buffalo, New York. I think it's going to be a lot closer than a lot of people think. I think a lot of people have written off New York because Buffalo are going to be so good and they're going to be hot for coming out of the gates a little bit. But um, that's not what today's for. Today we are starting the our Thursday series and I want to make it a bit more concise. As I said, at the start of the season when we were looking at um or, or how we're going to structure the pod moving forward the state of the pod i wanted to make today's episode more concise and if, if you're you can layer it so you can listen to the monday's episode just waivers uh, which is going to be audio only but we'll try and produce it on youtube as well then we're going to have the thursday show which is going to be a little bit of week preview but looking at players in a different light and i'm going to be doing a theme each week or try to do a new theme and this week's theme is new beginnings now this is going to be players on new teams or we're looking at rookies. So be that as may, you know, different situations effectively is what we're, what we're looking at. And what we're going to do is going to give a bunch of positive players who I think are going to have really good games and a bunch of negative players. And we'll see how we score each week and we'll look back each week and see how we're doing. So you can judge me as an analyst. Not that I think I'm really an analyst. I'm an amateur fiddler. Really, oh, That sounds weird. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm an amateur hobbyist of fantasy oh, you know what i mean i'm, I'm not gonna you know, i'm not gonna go into it in much detail but without further ado let's go into uh th these games and I've, I've tried to pick as many people from different games as possible so you've got a good highlight this is effectively your starts and sits i'm not calling it starts and sits this is theme players and just players we're talking about we'll find a name for it uh down the season um or maybe you might see one in the um uh in the banner uh, across i might have thought of one in, in the past but uh sorry in the future Let's start with the opening game and, and, and the player that I'm really interested in and I think who's going to have a really good first game in the NFL is going to be Jameer Gibbs. Now, you might say, Sam, Jameer Gibbs, he's, he's going up against Kansas City. He's got David Montgomery against him. Have you seen David Montgomery play? He's not electric and dynamic and he's definitely not a pass catcher, not natural one anyway. Jameer Gibbs definitely is and Ben Johnson has come out and said they are going to play Jameer Gibbs differently now i don't know what that means um <laughs> dan suggested me are they you're playing on defense too are they going to play him on on quarterback um thanks dan for that that little uh 
little insight into into your mind there. But no, I think Jameer Gibbs is going to have a cracking game. And the game script for me could be positive. I, I don't think Kansas City are going to come out the blocks like we think. I think the running game for Detroit is going to be really interesting. And they're going to use it quite dynamically. I think Kansas City will struggle to get their start they need to do. I think you can probably rely on the Mahomes-Kelsey tree there. But who's going to be the number one? In terms of the receiver back, it was Kelsey, obviously. But who's going to be the number two behind him? Is it going to be Kadarius Tony, who's now good to go? It's going to be Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Sky Moore, Rasheed Rice, the rookie. Could be anyone. Um, their defense is also lacking Chris Jones at the moment. I don't think he's going to sign any tender in time. He's going to hold out for a little bit longer. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But I think Detroit are going to have to chase this game. They're going to have to outscore them, definitely, because they've got Mahomes and Kelsey. They're going to have to outscore that. But I think it's going to be interesting. I think it could go Detroit's way. And I think if it goes Detroit's way, Jameer Gibbs could have a really fantastic opening out outing, possibly better than B. John Robinson, who's going to be my next player in that positive column. Um, Carolina have not got an offensive line. So, so they're going to get swallowed up. Um, I, I think Bryce Young is going to have a bad time, which means I don't think Atlanta are going to have to throw a huge amount. And I think they're going to rely on the run game. I think we'll see play from Tyler Algier. I think we'll see some play from maybe even Cordero Patterson as well. But I think Bijan Robinson is going to have a showcase game in the NFC South, and they're going to, yeah, they're going to be targeting these um, in division games um, to, to to really you know, make a statement and, and be able to win in what is possibly the worst division. Yeah, yeah I, th I think it probably is this year. All of the NFC West is, is definitely uh, vying for that trophy with two terrible teams. Um, it's probably the most consistently bad team, the, the, the uh, division, the NFC South. But Bijan Robinson is a generational talent. Um, he is a first-round running back, just like Jameer Gibbs. It, it's proven outside of, I think, Melvin Gordon. Um, if you take a first-round running back, he's going to do well. Um, <laughs> so... Yeah, Jameer Gibbs, Brian Robinson, I think. Sorry, Bijan Robinson, not Brian Robinson. Um, I made that joke last week. I think they're going to have fantastic first outings. But for every good player, there's a bad player. And let's talk about a couple of players who I don't think are going to do fantastically. And we'll start with someone who used to be on the Rams, who I loved and I bought in on, um, Alan Robinson. It's just I just don't think it's going to happen. He is now buried on that depth chart. He's third or fourth. He'll get occasional plays. He'll make you excited. But I just don't think it's going to be this week. And Kenny Pickett has shown chemistry with so many other guys. Alan Robinson hasn't been in any, any of the preseason reports there. So I don't think Alan Robinson's going to have a great time. And you're probably not drafting. But I, I thought I'd mention him because it's difficult at this stage of the season to find someone who's fancy relevant or a name. He, he's been signed to a new team. Um, I think it was for like a sixth or seventh round or so, something silly. Yeah, not not much. But yeah, Alan Robinson as a free agency pickup, I don't think is going to work out hugely well for Pittsburgh. He's going to be a depth play, um, if anything at all. He's going to come into injury relief. But I think it's Pickens and Deontay Johnson to run the show there. So unfortunately, Alan Robinson, I think your career start in Pittsburgh especially against the San Francisco 49ers, who have a dirty, dirty, dirty defense. I think possibly top two, maybe top one defense. It's good. Alan Robinson isn't going to get a lot of play, and I don't think by effect, Kenny Pickett's going to get great time of it either. They're going to be chasing the game a little bit. It, San Francisco are going to win grubby games, and uh, I am all for it. Another guy um, who... I'm not sure if he had a connection with, with Alan Robinson. Alan Robinson played a lot of places, but I don't think Derek Carr's played with him. But let's go, Derek Carr. He is the uh, the new mediocre um, quarterback for the Saints. 
I've talked about how the NFC South is a weak division. Saints are not probably the top two, but that's a bad sign. And I think Tennessee are probably going to take them apart. Tennessee have a low-key, pretty good defense. I, I like them. Um, Derek Carr struggled last year. I don't think he's on a, a rise based on this. I just don't see him doing that well. And I think they're going to have... To, he's not. He's not got all his weapons around him. He's got Michael Thomas back. I don't know if that's a weapon anymore. Chris Olave, uh, he's he's going to be a deep threat. Will Derek Carr throw it as deep as much? He did quite a lot last year, but that was more a Raiders thing than a than a Derek Carr thing. I think I think that was more the play design than um, the the QB himself. There's a lot of question marks around this team, and especially with like so many tight ends. I mean, is Jimmy Graham still on the team, or has he been cut? I don't know. I haven't followed all the cuts. Um, I might do a show about you know who is the notable cuts and who's still notably in free agency, but yeah, I'm, I'm not seeing the Saints um, being able to beat Tennessee even at home. Even if even though it's a bowl game, it, it's a uh, not bowl game. Sorry, um, it's in a bowl stadium. Um, I don't think it's going to do well for Derek Carr. So Derek Carr is on my <laughs> slide list here. Here is I'm not yeah I wouldn't be playing him. I think if there's a late round pickup, I'd probably pick Tannehill up instead because I also don't think the Saints defense is really as much as it cracks up to be. Um, yeah, I think they're hoping to be a middle of the pack defense and get better throughout the season potentially. And if they make a playoff push, but you know, I, I'm not sure it's going to work out. I would love to be proved wrong because I think Derek Carr actually is a legitimately good player, but he just hasn't shown it recently. Right, let's let's stay positive. Let's let's, let's get back to being positive. Calvin Ridley. Calvin Ridley has a new beginning for a whole host of different reasons. Um, hopefully he's not gambling anymore. Um, <laughs> that's why he probably didn't go to Vegas. But he's in Jacksonville. And Jacksonville, I think, are going to be an interesting team. I don't think they're going to be quite as hyped as a lot of people think. They, they narrowly missed out, but they, they uh, on um, an improved playoff run last year. <sighs> yeah. I'm... I'm not sure whether the Jacksonville Jaguars know their identity yet. Peterson has has done wonders for Trevor Lawrence. I think that's fantastic. Um, He's put people around him that are going to be good. Um, And I think Calvin Ridley is that. And Calvin Ridley is low-key young, I say. I think he's like 27. It feels like he's been there forever. He's still on his rookie deal, though, because of the voided years in his contract and the suspensions and the pup list and all that fun stuff. Um, But Calvin Ridley is a mean-looking guy. And if you go back and look at any of the preseason tape, he runs routes so well. He, that, that's why he was drafted. He was drafted as that pure route runner guy. I think he's absolutely fantastic. And I'm really looking forward to seeing him play uh, with Trevor Lawrence and the guys over there in Jacksonville. And I think, you know, this week against Indianapolis Colts, I think the Colts are going to give it the ball a bit more than you think. Um, they've got no Johnny Taylor. They've got, you know, Evan Hull is a sixth round guy, I think. Deion Jackson is, a, I think it was a UDFA. Potentially, they're not going to be running the game. Um, I think Richardson is going to show some fragility this week uh, in terms of his inceptions, which means there's more time um, with the ball in hand for Jacksonville. Um, I don't like ETN for this game, just just, just an aside, but he's not a new 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 player for that team. But um, I think Tank Bigsby could play a role, but I also think they're going to make a statement and get Calvin Ridley involved after effectively two years out of the game. Um Let's go on to a quarterback who I'm not as favorable. And I think he's, he's also, he's AFC South as well. So let's stay in the AFC South and let's go to Houston against Baltimore. Um, it's in Baltimore. CJ Stroud, uh, this is not the game I would want to start. Yes, Baltimore don't have the best 
secondary in the world when it, when it's not injured is great um i think they had a couple of free agents on it was um, I, I forget the names i'm not great on defense but you know they're, they're a well-coached team and i think it's going to be in baltimore's hands more than you think i just don't think cj stroud is going to have a great time and reason why is i can't think of the weapons around him last year houston were feisty at times because you had damian pierce you it was a necessity of the run game They've improved that run game a little bit, I suppose. I think Singletary's there. I like Singletary. I, I think he's he's a good player, but I don't think he's good enough to make CJ Stroud really good. He's going to get some protection, but I think he's still going to get sacked um, because Laramie Tunsil can't be on both sides of that line, um, despite how much they want to pay him. CJ Stroud is probably going to suffer from the early season gyps. I, I guess um, I don't think he got quite as much time in preseason to you know, get all those interceptions out of his, his system. I think he's going to struggle as every young quarterback does. And yeah, I think all three of the kind of, you know, main young quarterbacks that we've seen um, come into the league this year, um, Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud, and, and uh, oh, what's his name? Bryce Young. I think they're all going to struggle this first week. But you know what? Sticking with quarterbacks, I'm going to put someone in who's not quite a new face, but I, I, I'm doing it. It's a new situation for him. Jordan Love um, has been in the league for three or four years, but behind Aaron Rodgers, of course. He is getting the starting. He, he's getting the keys to the castle over there in Lambeau Field. And going up against Chicago, I think this could be a really interesting matchup. Um, I'm not sure which way it's going to go. I, I kind of want Chicago to win, but I also want Jordan Love to ball out as well. I want it to be a high-scoring game. I think it could be really interesting. I think Jordan Love going against a, what is not a great defense in Chicago. I think it could be really interesting. We don't know what he's going to bring. So I'm going to you know, put him for a positive projection here. And uh, you know, if I had him, I would probably be looking to start him because I think this is probably going to be this, one of the softest games on his schedule, especially for an offensive blowout game you know, where there's a propensity to score a lot of points. On the other side, there is a an older QB in a new situation um, over in Vegas, who I don't think is going to have a good time. He's going against a very tough opponent in defense in Denver. They rely on their defense heavily. They rely on the run game. I think Russ is going to be better. I think it's going to be in Denver's hands a bit more. Yes, they've got Devontae Adams and, and that, that connection I think is great. And for best ball is also going to be great. But I think Jimmy G is going to be boring and I don't think he's going to have a good game. Um, you know, the, the, the shallow corners and, and linebackers uh, for Denver uh, can pick off the ball. And I think Jimmy G is, is going to try and keep it safe. I think that means he could get sacked as well from what is not an awful pass rush. Yeah, I, I just don't see it happening for Jimmy G this week. Um, uh, I don't mean, don't think that means that Devontae Adams won't have a good time. I think he could do. You know, it only takes one bomb for him to do it, but it's a lot harder to score a lot of points for um, a quarterback than it is for a wide receiver. Now, this is a weird one because no one's expecting him to do that well. But some people have hope, and I do not have hope for Jimmy G. I think he is an experiment potentially gone wrong. I'm worried about his shoulder as well. Is it shoulder injury, I think? He had some kind of injury going into into off-season, so yeah, we'll have to see how, how that lands. But let's get back on the positive train. And I talked about the, the Bears-Packers game. On the other side of the table, I really like DJ Moore. DJ Moore was, a, was my guy. Why does he? I only got two shares of him in the entire ten drafts I did, which is really annoying. But um, I think DJ Moore is, you know, with a true wide receiver one, they're, they're not going to stop the run the game 
because it's it's electric. They have no defense, so which means they're going to be going a lot more on offense. And the pass game, when when DJ Moore, sorry, when Justin Fields is given a good target, he will do well. And I think DJ Moore is finally going to be the number one. He's not the number two or also ran guy. He's got a good quarterback. He's got a good offensive line potentially. Yeah, I think it could work out for DJ Moore. And I think against Green Bay who have Jair Alexander and not much else in that secondary, I think DJ Moore could run absolute riot. Um, even on a bubble pass, he can run right. That was 62 yards. I know it's preseason, but I really liked it, and I really enjoyed watching that. Um, another player on a new team uh, that's maybe not one you, you, you might think is... Didn't get the, didn't, didn't, wasn't a sexy pick. DeAndre Swift. He's still being drafted really highly, though, and I don't like it. He's still being drafted in, like, the fourth or fourth to sixth round sometimes but you know what i'm going to put deandre swift or any running back i could have put richard penny here i could have put kenneth gainwell boston scott it's going to be such a heavy committee that i can't decide which one i like the least uh, and i think they're going to do things a bit differently their running back one is it's, it's going to be um it's Jalen Hurts. He's going to be the, the goal line guy, etc. um they have so many options yeah they're going up against new england in foxborough they're going to be taking away their, their number one asset, which is probably Jalen Hurts running. I, I would say that that's, that's one of the number one assets. So they're going to contain, I think that means they're going to contain the run game wholly, which means they're going to have to throw it. Um, I do think it's a good game for AJ Brown, Dallas Goddard, um, Devontae uh, Smith, because you can't guard all three of those guys and all three of those guys are elite. But um, I don't think it's going to be a good week for the running backs over there in philadelphia um especially as they go to new england so i think it's probably going to be a, a, a philly win but i think it's going to be harder fought than a lot of people give them credit for right let's do let's 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 finish with two two goods and two bads um do you want to finish on a bad note let's let's continue on the bad notes first i'm going to speak about two rookie wide receivers who i think are incredibly talented and I would have drafted the hell out of them this year. But I'm not playing them in week one. No, 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 no. I put one of them on my taxi squad. We're talking Jackson Smith and Jigba. And we are talking Quentin Johnson. Jackson Smith and Jigba. Yes, he's going up against Los Angeles. Los Angeles are... The Rams are not going to be good. Their secondary is tosh. So he might get a few plays later on. But they've got that Bobo guy. They're going to keep him, you know... They're going to keep him fresh. And rookie wide receivers especially one who's behind dk metcalf and tyler lockett in a run heavy system that plays a lot of 12 personnel i don't think jsn is going to get as much of a look in on volume as you need and they don't need to they don't need to pass the ball against uh against la um the rams are not going to pose much of a threat and quentin johnson um a, another la player but for the uh charges i think against miami <laughs> I just don't see him getting enough volume yet. I think he will do. I think he, if there's an injury, which there probably will be at some point to either Keenan uh, Allen or um, Mike Williams, Josh Palmer is still in the mix. Uh, he's 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 a kind of Quentin Johnson's kind of a three four guy at the moment. I think both of these guys are stashes for probably week five or six breakouts. But I think for week one, especially against Miami, who have oh actually no, Miami don't have as good a secondary as, as as maybe they should do because um obviously Jalen Ramsey I think is injured at the moment. I think he's out for a first couple of games. Maybe he's trying to make week one. Can't remember. But either way, I just don't think the opportunity and the depth chart is there for them, especially week one where you want to make sure you win and you don't want to be taking too many risks. 
But let's finish off with two guys who were in the my guys list or have, have, have become my guys at the very least. We are going to go with a New York. We're going to go with two New York players, actually. But two side, different sides of MetLife. We are going to start with Darren Waller this week against the Dallas Cowboys. He's going to be the number one receiver. That's that. Yes, you've got... Um, Higher and uh, Paris, is it Paris Campbell over there? I, I don't know. There are a couple of other guys who, who are there who are making strides. Um, they've dropped Cole Beasley and um, Jamison Crowder at last, who were progress stoppers massively. But I think that's because they have so much trust in Darren Waller and all the preseason reports, all of the the games. Yeah, you know, he didn't he didn't play a huge amount, but when he was on the field, he is dominant. He is a tick behind Kelsey and Andrews for me, and I think he is basically a wide receiver. He doesn't block. So, yeah, <laughs> he, he's not going to be on blocking snaps. Um, when he's on the field, he's going to be running a route, and when he runs a route, he runs them really, really well, and he gets himself open, and I think he's going to make himself an easy target for um, someone who they need to throw more and more securely in Daniel Jones. So, yeah, Darren Waller is, is, on, my, is on my nice list today. And finally, we are going to be talking about one of the darlings of the preseason. Um, we are going to be talking about Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers was great on a hard knocks. Not gonna lie, I, I've only seen up to episode four now. Uh, episode five, I think, is out tonight, but I'm not sure how that's going to work because they're not doing the cuts properly. Although we've seen one guy get cut, but not you know the brutal interview. But anyway, Rodgers, I think, has come across really well. He's come across as a good teammate as well, and that Garrett Wilson connection. Jeff's kiss. Uh, yeah, I, I think the Bills are going to be feisty on defense. I, I, I like their linebacker core better than a secondary. I don't like their pass rush a huge amount, but especially not with Von Miller in there. So I think Rogers is going to get time in the pocket to target people like um, uh, Garrett Wilson in the secondary. I think he's going to have a bit of field. Out. I think they're going to need to, to play because I think you know, despite how good New York's defense is going to be, and they're going to pressure Allen. Allen is going to do Josh Allen things. So it's going to be a competitive game. I think they're going to run up the scoreboard a little bit potentially. So Aaron Rodgers is going to be, to be there in a lot. He is efficient. He doesn't turn the ball over. That's what you want out of a volume play quarterback. I think he's going to have a good game. So let's run, run through that. So on the positive side, we've got two rookie running backs, Jameer Gibbs and Brian Robinson. Sorry, not Brian Robinson, Bijan Robinson. Dijon, Dijon, Dijon. Dijon Mustard, Brian Robinson. Bijan Mustardson. Sorry, I'm going to say that again. <laughs> Jameer Gibbs, Bijan Robinson. Uh, we've got Calvin Ridley and DJ Moore uh, and your wide receivers. Tight end Waller, I think, is going to have a great game. And your QBs, who I think are going to be good. Uh, funnily enough, both originate from Green Bay. Uh, Jordan Love and Aaron Rodgers. New situation for him. Um, on the negative side, start with QB. I, I don't think it's a strong showing for QBs on this negative side. Derek Carr, CJ Stroud, Jimmy G. I just don't think you're going to have a good game, boys. Um, in the running back room, I, I think any of the Philadelphia running backs, I'm just not liking it based on the situation that they're playing against in, in New England, but also based on the committee. It's just not a good feeling. And uh, at wide receiver, Alan Robinson, the journeyman, I don't think is going to find his uh, home this week, at the very least, in Pittsburgh. And JSN and Quentin Johnson, I just don't think are going to get that rookie boost quite yet. The, the only rookie uh, wide receiver I really like uh, this week is probably going to be Jordan Addison. Um, but I didn't put him in my likes column because... I'm not sure how the Minnesota game is going to go. Uh, I, I just can't tell because I don't, I don't know how good or bad um, Tampa Bay really are, but I don't think they're going to be great. 
um maybe he's my honorable mention so that that's that's your lot guys um remember this is a, a thursday night thursday I when am I sending this out? This is, I'm just going to go out Thursday morning. So if you have any Thursday night players in your flex positions, take them out, put them in your normal slots, switch them around. Um, you will give you so much more um, flexibility moving forward. That's that's one of my big tips for this season. And uh, you'll probably hear at the start of this episode um, a bit of a, a stinger for that as well. But I hope you enjoyed this kind of content. You know, we're just focusing on a few guys who I think are going to be starts and sits um, effectively. Not sure what we're going to call this, but we'll think of what we're going to call this segment by next week. As always, you can follow me at Rugby with Pads on all the socials, YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, threads, and everything else. Uh, not on Pinterest, because who is? Um, <laughs> you can support the pod with membership or merch at www.rugbywithpads.com or you can go to store.rugbywithpads.com to go straight to the Etsy if you just want to buy the merch. Um, thank you so much for listening. Uh, I really hope you do well in your first week unless you're playing against me. I will see you all on the virtual gridiron soon.